Alright, I am Ingram Smith. This is the Nolcast Instant Reaction Podcast. Hey, how about it? We were able to do a Instant Reaction Podcast after a Florida State victory. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll certainly savor this. I'll try to make as much sense as uh, as what we saw. And uh, not try to be too down or uh, or weave too much false optimism after a uh, 41-24 win for Florida State over Jacksonville State. And the Nolcast is brought to you by Louisiana Hot Sauce, our title sponsor, Congruity. The good people there, Matt Lewis and his team, uh, Madison Social for the Table Restaurant Group, always great supporters of the Nolcast. And then our friends at uh, Noel Loans, Shannon, Chad, Great team. Uh, they've been of great assistance. Uh, more than 80 of our listeners and, and uh, Bud Elliott included. So great people. Fortunate for us to be able to work with them. And uh, we'll jump into it. So, yeah. Okay, guys. 4.36 p.m. 4.36 p.m. is the moment in time to which I texted uh, my good friend Bud. And I was... Uh, uh, legitimately at that point, almost at a flip of the coin as to whether or not Florida State was going to win this game. They had, uh, you know, a freshman came out and acted like a freshman quarterback and made a silly mistake and it turned into seven points. And that's, you know, when you're starting a kid that was playing for Valdosta High uh, eight months ago, that's going to happen sometimes. But then the defense came out and, and just had a performance that uh, – both on the first drive and, and really throughout the entirety of the first half and, and unfortunately into the second half, some that uh, was just hard for me to make sense of. And, and I'm going to go ahead and I'll be honest with you guys right now, I'm going to more or less table the topic of the defense until Monday because I, I have to watch that again. And this is uh, either myself or Bud. Uh, the game ends, we press record, and we try to get this out to you as quickly as possible. It's unedited, uh, commercial breaks are limited, it's just meant to be kind of a stream of consciousness to what we saw, and a lot of what I saw from the defense doesn't make sense to me, and I'm not, uh, you know, the most uh, learned individual in the world when it comes to uh, to football, and I don't want to act like I am, but I don't, from a philosophical standpoint, I, I don't understand a lot of what Florida State's doing on that side of the ball and uh, you know to say like oh why do you play so off all the time that's not quite the equivalent of why don't you run the touchdown play but uh, you know there's certainly some more nuanced of a uh, response that can be had and I it's great that Florida State won that was a lot of fun I think there's a lot of good things to build off on the offensive side of the ball uh, but I don't I have a lot of questions about personnel uh, on the defensive side of the ball and um, I've got a lot of philosophy as to what uh we're trying to do so i, I it's uh you know we'll we'll be good we'll, we'll do yin and yang uh when it comes to reasons for optimism and positives to take from this game but i certainly think it's a negative that we got to go back and have a, a little bit of a deep dive when it comes to what we were doing defensively and and what we were asking of players in the first half so uh let's move to the offense i think I think there's a lot to build off of, and and from a program perspective, yeah, you went down 14 to nothing, and yeah, you know whether it be 4:36 p.m. for me or uh, a couple minutes later when it was 20 to seven rather than 14 to nothing, which is I think the time that I texted Bud that I was so concerned about what we were about to watch. So there's moments there that are concerning, and you got clowned on from a 
uh, national media perspective, and that's nothing new for this program to uh, be the butt of jokes, but I think there's a lot of positive things to take away from this, and I think there's some real uh, fundamental aspects that you can build off of and, and upon. And, you know, we certainly know who the quarterback is, in my opinion, of this program moving forward. That's a big question that uh, we're not going to make too much of one game, but what you got from Jordan Travis was uh, was exceptional, all things considered. And, and obviously, nobody's going to listen to this podcast and forget that it was against Jacksonville State. So I'm not trying to make Travis out to be uh, you know some kind of All-American candidate or something, but he certainly showed uh, a level of composure and just a baseline ability to perform some of the aspects of being a quarterback that nobody else on this roster has shown quite a while. And uh, that was a nice opportunity for Rotomaker who didn't have a great uh, showing there and uh, you know maybe he'll get another chance uh, to, to play again this year maybe it'll be later down the line for him but uh, as of this moment absent injury Jordan Travis your quarterback moving forward and that's uh you know that's not a bad thing I don't know if I don't know if just like the expectations or <laughs> what we thought we were going to see from him but when he threw that first pass I honestly thought I mean, I thought it might look like my mom trying to throw a football left-handed or something like that based off all the concern that you've heard uh, through camp. And we saw him throw the ball a little bit le- last year, but there was a you know, supposed uh, upper body injury that he fought through uh, throughout the times. And I don't know if uh, – I don't know what it thought. Yeah, it, we were, it was ultimately looked like when he throws the first touchdown uh, to, <laughs> to Helton, you're just like, okay, all right. So he's got the ability to throw the ball. Obviously, we're we're all familiar with his ability when he's when he's carrying the ball. Um, why haven't we seen this guy more? But uh, anyway, so you've got a, a good thing at, at quarterback, something to build off of. On the day um, stat line, I think he threw the ball 18 times, 13 completions, 215 yards, carried the ball another. Uh, well, these are stats that'll be based into if he took any stats, if he took any sacks, but 12 carries, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Six of seven drives uh, went for touchdowns. Uh, at one point, he was eight and eight for eleven on third down. I mean, he was just he was just what you want to see out of a quarterback and an ability to run an offense that uh, certainly makes him the individual that uh, you build around offensive offensively moving forward. I also think uh, you know, regardless of, of how exactly you want to phrase it. You know what what Florida State was doing there for a period of time with Ontario Wilson and having kind of a zone read, the ability of uh, of Travis to run. I mean, it is a kind of twenty twenty version of triple option football, uh, where you can either give run or or swing it wide. And Florida State looked to uh, to have really kind of found something there. So I I think you go all in on this uh, with Travis as your quarterback. Hey, look, if you don't play Notre Dame next week, like I said, not going to break my heart. Uh, in my opinion, I would, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, oh boy, we had a whole bunch of tests come back positive for that Clemson game too. Uh, that's un- unfortunate. We're not going to be able to play that game this week. So if, uh, if COVID takes Notre Dame and Clemson from you, that, uh, that wouldn't be the worst thing, but I think you've got, uh, some good stuff to build around. The offensive line wasn't great, but honestly, I thought you got a pretty good performance out of them. Uh, particularly when you consider the injuries that were sustained, how much, turnover you continue to have at that unit um i'm not going to sit here and and sell you a bunch of false optimism on neil but i also thought man that kid didn't embarrass himself i I really like the job that atkins is doing there i know the first three games have looked the way they have and and there's been frustration 
So all of this is is said kind of in the filter of that, but I like what you see at offensive line. Neil didn't embarrass himself. I actually saw him uh, finish a block or two, which is something I haven't seen uh, or maybe I never thought I would see from that kid. I I think there's some optimism for what's happened at that position. Uh, We'll obviously wait and see what the details are of uh, Washington's injury and how much of an impact that has on the line. That's certainly – not anybody that uh, you want to lose for a long-term um, standpoint, but I, I really, I, you know, I liked what the offensive line did at times, um, and really like what you got out of all three of your running backs today. Look, Toa Philly, I don't want to say he's a, he's a future superstar, but he's certainly a piece that has to be one of the first pieces that come to mind when you think about what you're going to be doing offensively over the next couple of years. That's a, a really appears to be a really talented football player, and he's got a great trait, which uh, almost any running back or or wide receiver that special has, where he has the ability. I'm not saying he necessarily doesn't pay attention to the first man, uh, but you get the feeling that really he's almost trying to set up the second or third man with his moves because he just knows he's going to be able to make the first man miss. Uh, He's got a a nice talent there. Now, some of his moves may be a little bit repetitive, loves to throw kind of a kind of like a, a, a deg leg <laughs> juke there that might catch up with him over time. But, man, he's got a, he's got a great a burst of acceleration. Uh, just looks like a real football player. And Webb and Corbin both had nice days. Really solid effort out of all three of those guys. Toa Philly officially went 12 carries, 99 yards, 8.3 per carry with a touchdown long of 24 yards. Uh, Corbin chipped in with 14 carries for 63 yards. Four and a half a carry and another touchdown. And Ladanian Webb, really excited and impressed at times by what you got out of that kid. Uh, nice set of three running backs. Webb carried the ball 10 times, 55 yards, five and a half a carry, two touchdowns. Uh, Corbin and Webb both had long runs of 16 and 15 yards, respectively. So, you know, the wide receiver unit, limited contribution uh, overall. Helton catches the long pass that I referenced earlier. Uh, Terry looks like there were some plays where, you know, kind of intentionally went to Terry almost like you, uh, you know, almost like you try to get a player a shot periodically in a basketball game to keep him locked in. And if that's what you need to do, uh, then so be it. Uh, there were times where the wide receivers weren't excellent today. Uh, but I do think you saw a higher level of effort, effort, something, uh, that maybe one of the few things that we can talk about this podcast and not have to worry about the level of opponent. You know, if you've got solid effort in run blocking, uh, solid effort in running routes uh, when you're well aware that the ball is probably not coming to you otherwise, uh, that's a first step. And uh, by no means were was everything that we got out of the wide receivers today brilliant, but I did like overall uh, kind of the, the level seen off the ball that you got out of them. Uh, Wilson, seven catches for 86 yards and along the 31. Terry, uh, as for mentioned, six for seventy-seven. Helton three for fifty-three, and uh, Cam McDonald only one catch today for twenty-three yards. But um, continued to to like what you see out of McDonald, and he's you know he's not a he's not a massive tight end that's going to be a, a major impact in in giving you an advantage when it comes to run blocking. But maybe more effort out of that kid than I thought you would see from him uh, in run blocking, and, and uh, you know, I, again, he's not a future All-American, but that's a, that's a nice piece to be able to work around moving forward, and McDonald is one of the few parts on this offensive uh, side of the ball, or really on this roster 
overall through the first three that I think has, uh, you know, outperformed what we otherwise expected of him. Um, so you don't want to make too much of it, but uh, I think a nice little moment overall for the program when running it through the filter of who it was and and uh, what you expect from this program historically. But you went down 14 nothing. Uh, Jack State uh, answered at one point, making it, you know, 20-7. to You could have, uh, as I mentioned uh, throughout the past couple of weeks, anybody can beat this team, and, and sadly, maybe even anybody could blow out this team because it's not of particular strong head or uh, a whole lot of intestinal fortitude. But uh, you had a nice response from guys, and at the very least, uh, you saw a response. And uh, that's all that you can really ask for. So, you know, not going to change any kind of win expectation numbers. Uh, not going to make any kind of bold proclamations after after watching that. But I think you have to be pleased by the overall level of buy-in uh, that you witnessed from some position groups. And uh, you saw some, some young guys start to emerge. You know, I'll be interested to see what we what the, the more educated takeaway is is on defense after being able to look at it more. I thought you start to see a little bit more of a rotation of youth, but still some guys out there that I'm just not sure what you're ultimately going to get from them. So uh, I'd like to see a little bit more of the younger players out there uh, overall. I um, was pleased to to see Lundy get in the game a little bit uh, earlier on and continue to get some snaps. Uh, I just don't know about the defense, man. I mean, that that is a, a mystery. And a defensive line um, that really was kind of pushed around and, and manhandled for the first quarter of a football game against a Jack State team. I just don't know. I, I honestly question – I don't I want to say I question my ability to read and, or understand football, but – from what you have, the pieces you have, and the level of play you're getting from your defense, but particularly the four that put their hand in the dirt and line up at the line of scrimmage, I I just don't understand it. I don't I don't get it, and certainly it improved to an extent once uh, Marvin Wilson came on in the second half, and uh, you know was able to to get a sack there and maybe a dance that. Uh, Maybe you could save for a, a different circumstance, but uh, you know Wilson made his appearance in the game felt, and and that's a unit that certainly hope it finds its feet because it, it's uh, got to play at a much higher level if Florida State's uh, even going to talk about you know winning four or five games. So a nice rebound, a win in a season that may not offer a whole lot of them. Uh, so we'll certainly enjoy a 41-24 victory. Uh, Florida State finds a quarterback, has some nice pieces on offense to build around, and in my opinion, a decent uh, amount of questions remain on the defensive side of the ball. I did see some nice buy-in. I did see some levels of effort. Also saw some, and I don't want to end it on a downer, but just a a couple things that I want to point out that's still frustrating. I I know Keyshawn Hilton's back there, has the ability uh, to make some plays. I'd really like him to see him try to catch that one punt and not field it after it bounces 16 yards later down the field. That's just a bad circumstance and situation to put yourself in. And again, I don't want to nitpick too much, but the final two minutes of the game, Florida State gets, uh, I believe, too many men on the field on defense because you have a backup defensive end that can't bust ass to get off the field. I, I don't, man, that's 
that's problematic. I don't, I don't understand little tiny situations like that. And, and maybe if it's a guy who's played 78 snaps and literally just doesn't have it in his legs, and I, I don't want to spend, you know, three minutes ripping a kid, but I just situationally need a, need a higher level of awareness and, and concern for uh, other people around you. So, uh, nice win. I look forward to being back on Monday with Bud. Uh, looking forward to uh, breaking down the defenses level, play a little bit higher level. And, uh, you know, I, I know I'm kind of joking about the Notre Dame game, but certainly the idea as to whether or not that game's played or Notre Dame's in a place uh, to play a football game will be a, a big storyline next week that we will carry and look forward to bringing to you. So, uh, to all our sponsors, thank you again to our Patreon supporters. Uh, Thank you so much for everything that you've done for us uh, over this strange period of time and kind of helped us keep things together over the course of the offseason. And uh, from myself, from Bud, everybody associated with the Nolcast, thank you for your listenership. Thank you for your support. This has been the Instant Reaction Podcast, and we will be back in two days.